That was my best Al Pacino impression. You, you have an Al Pacino impression? Sure, it goes like this. There is a good chance that you just saw a man's junk, and that's my fault. <laughs> I think you're a cocky cock. I'm going to go pee on her. <laughs> I quote too many things from this podcast. That's, that is one thing you can actually not overquote. Actually, I shouldn't say that because we're also quoting ourselves. One of these days, <laughs> I'm going to quote an entire episode back. You're just going to say quote, quote, and then, and then two hours like worth episode seven or something. <laughs> so I went to the store the other day <laughs> and you got long pork. Yes. <laughs> I think mine was, uh, uh, step brothers. The movie when I watched step brothers when I was younger, I think there was a good, like six months where admittedly it was me and my younger brother and my cousin. We all watched it and thought it was the funniest shit ever. Mm-hmm. And we just quoted that nonstop until the point when all three of us kind of looked at each other and we were like, we haven't said any original words in like the past half hour. We've just been communicating solely through stepbrothers quotes. <laughs> so we should probably stop. Yeah. Welcome everyone to Next Door. Next Door Nerds! Well, now I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I beat you to the punch. Welcome to Next Door Nerds, everyone. Uh, we are here today with probably one of the greatest movies of our lifetime. A long time ago, in the faraway land of Toronto, Canada. <laughs> Next Door Nerds. Today, we are talking about the one, the only, one of my favorites, Nine Scott two. Pilgrim versus the world. Yep. Uh, but you know, as we always do before we, uh, dive into the world of Toronto, Canada, Evan, how was your week? Oh my God. I did not think about this. (laughs) I can't remember at all (laughs) what I don't think. I don't think a single interesting thing happened to me. Since the last time we recorded. Well, you want to know what it is, Evan? Why? Because you didn't hang out with me. It's true. I did not. And I had two opportunities to, and I did not. You just I was, said, nope, we don't want to hang out with you. A hundred percent worn out. I, I get and it. I, I did. Sometimes, sometimes too. we just get too much Greg in our lives and we just. No, that's, that's it's, it's, I'm here. Oh uh, Yeah. <laughs> Out of the reason for this podcast. <laughs> I'm here for the fans. Yes, the fans and only the fans. The no. only fans. Uh yes. Yes. Uh I, it was more, it was it wasn't even the, the social battery for me, which that's usually what it is. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even that. It was literally the physical battery. I yeah. was like, I've got that sounds bad. I shouldn't say physical battery. <laughs> he has batteries <laughs> attached to his nipples, everyone. Sure, let's go with the phys- that battery and not yes. the, the crime that not I just said. Not the crime of <laughs> assault and battery. 
No, no, not that. Uh, no, it was like, uh, I was, I was like, I, I physically can't like get up and go get ready to go hang out and then go hang out for a while because like I've been super busy at work mm-hmm. and then I, it just so happened to work out that I was also working overtime on Saturday Yep, that I had to get up super early for. And as you've, as I've said on this podcast, when I have to get up early, it like ruins the whole, like ne- the previous five days. It's, it's tough. Like when, when you know you have to wake up early the next day, it's like, why, why even stay up? Like just almost go to sleep. Now. Why even stay alive? Well, why not? I mean, I, I was, I was contemplating just ending it all geez. rather than getting up at five in the morning. <laughs> you, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Evan would rather just end it all than wake up an extra hour or two before he's supposed to wake up. Is that is that a sign of a true Gen Z or millennial? Just, I would rather commit suicide than get up before <laughs> six in the morning. Uh, I mean, some days is tougher than others. Oh yeah, but but no, I I get what you're saying. It's just some some days it's like. I have to wake up and go and be a person tomorrow, but ugh, mm-hmm. all I want to do is just lay in bed and not do anything. Yeah. Everyone knows what that feeling's like, but yeah. And it's harder. It's obviously harder when you have to get up early on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Like getting up at five 30 on a Thursday isn't, sucks, but it's not, isn't terrible. The worst yeah. getting up at five 30 on a Saturday morning is to go work. Yeah. Is just a stab in the heart. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. It was. Yeah. And to my credit, Gregorio Lanus. Yeah. I was fully ready, even though I was tired, to go out Saturday night, but you had a prior engagement. This is accurate. This so is... what did you do this weekend without me? Well, Friday I it was just so goddamn beautiful out. Mm-hmm. I I mean it was eighty degrees, the first probably eighty degree weekend we've had this year sunny had to be on a porch or a patio that was that was my f- i basically took a half day on friday i actually went to went to my uh one friend's house we were drinking a little bit and out on a on his front porch and then i worked on some stuff with my computer he worked on some stuff with his computer and it was pretty relaxing. Uh, Selena actually joined us on, yep. on the uh, porch. So While was, I went to work. That was sad. fun. And then we went to Cancun for supper. Mm-hmm. And then we went to their shed afterwards. And their shed has this magical effect that for some reason... It makes you feel like you're 21 when you walk in there (laughs) because your body all of a sudden says, I can do all the things that I did when I was 21. Yeah, of course. I can run a beer pong table with someone for six straight hours, which I did. Yep. And uh, be totally fine afterwards. Uh, Yeah, that Friday night got late. It it, it was uh, 3.30 in the morning. Yep. And then I, I woke up two hours later. And some of them were still up at five thirty, oh, so yeah. I so I was just like, guys, I'm 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 gonna go home now. <laughs> like I'm gonna go sleep in my bed, and then I was hoping I wasn't gonna have to do anything until 
like later around supper time because I had a wedding that I had to go to. Mm-hmm. And no, no, that wasn't that wasn't allowed. I had to wake up. Some someone told me I had to wake up at like noon and go join them on another patio because it was another freaking fantastic day outside. You can't just let fantastic days slip by you. You gotta yeah. seize the day. Carpe diem, you know? Just go balls to the wall, crazy, have fun, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So Saturday we did that. And then I had a wedding to go to, which was toads loads of fun. Uh probably one of the one of the best best man speeches I've ever heard. Oh wow. Really? It was hilarious. Hmm. Um can't really say much about it because it's probably Personal. not safe for this podcast. <laughs> That's uh, saying something. But um no, it was it was a lot of fun. And then uh Sunday I just walked lived lived around the house for a while mm. and cleaned up some stuff and then didn't really do anything yesterday because well i take that back i do take that back monday night oh yeah was garbage my parents uh have been getting new flooring painting they're redoing their bathroom all this stuff at their house and uh they need, you know, their a big strong man. They need their big strong boy, <laughs> their eldest and onlyest son, <laughs> to uh, come over and move things for them. So I I did a lot of moving of furniture from one room to the other over and over and over again. And then one side of the room to the other side of the room. And then they're like, actually, not there. Yep. One inch to your left. Yep. And then. The worst thing about that, and and I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to ever have this issue ever again. Desks with computers in them that my parents have just like a bajillion cables. Yep. There's no cable management, and I'm too, I'm too lazy to actually manage these cables. Mm-hmm. So we took everything out of this desk. This desk is like 500 pounds, and we move it me and my brother-in-laws move it from one room to the other. And then I have to get on pretty much my back. Like I'm sliding underneath a freaking car to change the oil, but I'm just (laughs) switching cables around and putting them where they need to go to reconnect this computer Yep. for a computer that I don't think my parents have actually used in the last five years. Was it a 1998 gateway? No, no. It was one that I said, here, you guys can get this. And then they got smartphones and, and then, they, Never don't, had to use it they don't really need to use it anymore because everything's at their fingertips. And my mm-hmm. mom, my mom has a laptop. So I was just like, eh, this is stupid. But after that on Monday, I was just dead tired coming home. Yeah. So went straight to bed and that was pretty much it. And now it's Tuesday when we record and yep. uh, here we are. Here we are. Oh, oh I did, uh, I guess just it bears to mention that we did, I did finally get around to making the first of our favorite games postings. Yep. So if you want to check that out on Instagram, I'm going to do it for like basically every system we talked about. We both talked about. Mm-hmm. I probably won't do one for the ones that just I talked about, but just to have something spice up the 
the socials a little bit. Not just not just seeing nerd bots His face beautiful over face. and over again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I Evan got got a little bit creative, started working on some more uh, posts and stuff like that for Instagram, and I'm actually working. It'll probably be out by the time this one comes out. Yep. Working on a trailer, and then uh, possibly some bonus episodes that we've got coming in the future. Um, but yeah, and merch. Right, right, Greg. Merch, merch is coming. Do we have the merch yet? <laughs> eventually, but uh, at this point, I just want it for myself. I, I want to wear our merch out. I mean, we can we can make something happen. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, that was basically my weekend. It was fun, and now I'm just sort of. I want the weather back because it was freaking 40 degrees yesterday. And I don't know how it goes from 80 to 40 in a matter of 24 hours. It snowed yesterday. Yeah. I was not a fan. I have a coworker who said that he went to a soccer game last Saturday and got sunburned. And yesterday it snowed. Welcome to Ohio. That's what it's like living in Ohio. The garbage dump of the USA. That's right. That's right. No, we love Ohio. It's yeah, just, we do. Uh, sometimes the, the the weather can just ruin everything. It likes to uncooperate. But uh, now we're back at it, and we're going to be talking about, like I said, one of my favorite movies. Evans, one of his favorite movies. We've both agreed. Ten out of ten yeah. film mm-hmm. called Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Uh, Evan, did you watch this movie when it first came out? No. No. I watched it for the first time probably like three or four years ago. This is actually one of the few movies I went to a theater twice for. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I saw it in theaters at least twice, I believe. Oh, I saw 2010? It, I saw it with uh, w- one of my one of my friends, and then uh, we went as a group after that like about half a month later or something like that, mm-hmm. so like two or three weeks later. But uh, it's been... It's been just a fantastic movie in my arsenal of films of top tier movies. Oh, yeah. uh, I watched it spread out, obviously, as I always have to watch movies these days. I watched it spread out between yesterday and today. Yep. And as soon as it was over, I was like, I could probably just watch it again. Yeah. Without any problem. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, like I said, me when we did it when we did the uh toy story episode we kind of just went back and forth with notes and stuff that we have um so just sort of a synopsis i guess of what scott pilgrim versus the world is all about mm-hmm. it's um like evan said in that f- awesome voice that he did uh it's about a guy from toronto canada named scott pilgrim he uh ends up meeting this girl Finds out that this girl's got a lot of baggage <laughs> and not your normal seven bags, not your normal baggage. It's literally seven evil exes that he will have to defeat in order to continue dating her. Yep. Uh, and uh, it's it's the right amount of comedy and kung fu and just. I don't even know. Silly special effects, special effects that are like comic book type. Yeah. Comic book and video game type. Cause, cause I guess that's a big thing is, is this, this movie's based 
off of like artist work that was a comic book, I it believe. It was a comic book, yeah. It yeah. came out in 2005 or six. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. And this movie I, came out in 2010. Yep. And uh, I was actually, I have a surprise for you, Greg. Ooh. I, d- I purposely decided not to tell you this until live on air because it just happened to work out perfectly with series gaming. I started playing Scott Pilgrim the game last week. Nice. And I am almost done with it. That's perfect. Because the game came out with the same day as the movie. Really? They made the game in conjunction with the movie. Even though you probably, playing the game, you would think it's probably more derived from the comic book. Yeah. Which it probably is. But uh, I believe it was released like the same exact day. So Mm -hmm. it's a comic book and then a movie and a video game at the same time. And now they've got something else. Yeah. That works. So th- like, like, uh, like me and Evan have been saying, we are technically, I'm starting to think we're fortune tellers because yeah. things are just falling into place based off of things that we've said on this podcast. Uh, I think and they didn't start till we started the podcast. Right. Right. Of course they didn't have this in the works. We didn't all. have this. No, we didn't have this problem where we would say things and then it would come true. Yeah. It didn't start until we started releasing this, this shit publicly. This is accurate. So now we're just going to keep throwing out crazier and crazier ideas yeah. until eventually they just do all of our ideas. And, yeah. And then we're out of ideas, mm-hmm. which whatever I'm, I'm Red fine wall with it. TV series. Right. <clears throat> Red wall TV series. Yep. You heard him. He, if he says it a third time, Biggie Smalls appears in the corner. Red Ball TV series. <laughs> uh, What's up, Biggs? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. Uh, but no, um, I have quite the notes, uh, Evan. I don't, I don't know about you, but yeah, I, I don't have too much. I mean, I, I almost feel like every little thing I wrote something about it. Even yeah, it almost got it almost got to the point where I was like, word for word saying script lines and typing it in my phone because I just thought it was hilarious. This movie has, I'm just gonna say it, some of the best lines in any movie period. Yeah, see, I the it's it's like just simple like there's simple little things that they say that are hilarious in my absolutely opinion. hysterical and, and some of them you have to think a little bit about like they're, they're clever they're they're yeah it's it's i i, I don't know do you how, how do we want to do this do we want to why since i have a lot less and it's all one thing okay i just say my thing real quick all right sure because i i told greg before we started this that i my original plan was i was going to try to like list out every reference they made mm-hmm. um which it's only like an, an hour and a half to a two hour movie. So there aren't that many. Yep. It's really, it's hyper saturated with references, but it's, it's, it, there's not that many, Yep. but I was, I figured I'll just shave it down to, I'm just going to list all the references that I caught that I know. Okay. Um, so obviously the first one is, and we're going to be jumping around a little bit here, but the first one is the, the intro to this movie. Yes. And I hope that everyone, everyone obviously as with the first club episode and with every subsequent club episode, this is full of spoilers. So if you haven't watched it, shame on you. For Pause not. this podcast. Yes. Go watch Scott Pilgrim. Oh, that's come, a, that's the thing I was going to say. Come back. Oh, yeah. And you got to do it soon. Yeah. I didn't realize Netflix was going to be taking it off. We did not makes, know that. Which makes no sense. No. That 
they're going to be like we said they're going to be releasing a new thing about scott pilgrim on netflix yep and they're just gonna take the original off for some reason i'm wondering if they put that but they'll they'll renew it, it to give it a boost yeah they'll renew it right I before bet. that would make sense because that folks i mean at this point i don't know it it'll be a little bit of time by the time we post this but it's only up till April 30th on Netflix. Yeah, I think when we release this, it's going to be like less than a week that you have to watch this. Yeah. So just just watch it, people. Like And obviously, uh this the the Friday before where we're recording this or where you're listening to this, we will have posted out yep. something on the socials for you guys to know that it's on Netflix. But once again, we did not think of that. Greg just texted me out of the blue like a month ago and said, hey, we should do a club episode on Scott Pilgrim. So we didn't know that it was going off Netflix. Right. It just happened to be a coincidence that the one, the second club episode we picked was a movie that was literally going to be gone a week after. After we After we did it. it. Yeah. Um, so spoilers, uh, make, make sure you watch the movie because we're going to be talking as if we're we're going to be talking as if everyone in the room and is listening has already watched it. Correct. Um, for example, that intro, boy, that sweet intro. Yes. Just, just shoved up the asshole with Legend of Zelda references. Yeah. It's all over the place. Yep. You've got the jingle, young Neil's playing Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Every little thing they do has a little Legend of Zelda, which I have to think they blew their entire load. On on just, the on the reference money for getting Nintendo to allow them to use the references. Yep, they're like, let's just it, it's got to all happen all at once. There's a couple more Legend of Zelda references sprinkled throughout, but like it's just it, it's all over the place in that the, that first like ten minutes before the title drop. Yep. Um, speaking of the title drop, the the name of the song that they play to for the opening title. Uh, is he he calls it Launchpad McQuack? Yep. Which is the character from is it Ducktales? That sounds accurate. It's either Ducktales or Tailspin. I can't remember. Launchpad McQuack. Yeah, he was like a duck pilot. That probably was Tailspin, if yeah. I had to guess. Um, probably. Yeah that that stuff's that's interesting. I I didn't actually catch that. Mm-hmm. Then again, we both think. Not always on the same wavelength. Like, I wasn't even thinking video game references when I watched Scott Pilgrim. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the next two. The name of the band is Sex Bomb. Anybody who, who doesn't know that, a bomb are the bombs from Mario. Hmm. I knew that. And then the name of the their, his ex-girlfriend's band, Clash of Demon Head, is an NES game. A real fucking weird one. Yeah. But most people now attribute anyone nowadays knowing what Clash at, Dina, at Demon Head is, is due to Scott Pilgrim. Hmm. Like no one knew Clash at Demon Head before Scott Pilgrim. Right. Um, Which the guy who wrote the comic book was just a fan of that video game yep. when he was a kid. So he just made that the name of the, the band. A third band, Crash and the Boys, which is the band, the emo band that plays them in the first battle of the bands. Oh, yeah. Crashing the Boys is an, I believe, an NES game. Might be an arcade game yep. that I believe is just like a standard beat 'em up, which is what the Scott Pilgrim video game is. It's just a beat 'em up. It's the same style. It's just a side-scrolling side scroller. Side scroller, yeah, yeah. 
Um, another Legend of Zelda me- or, uh, reference that happened that I noticed the first time I watched the movie, and, and I think that was the point when I like officially fell in love with the movie, is he goes, uh, he's like depressed because he's got to break up with knives, and he says he has to go pee. Yep. His entire pee break, the background music is the fairy theme from Legend of Zelda. That's all just Legend of Zelda fairy theme, which is like the perfect pause menu music. Yep. Because it's it's a lot in most of the Legend of Zelda games, that's the music they do for like the game select. Yeah. Where you can choose which game you want to yep. play. Um obviously that 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 one part where Scott's being Scott and he's just completely clueless and he's talking, but then he's like, Oh, I learned the baseline to, was it final fantasy seven? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was seven. It might've been a different one, but, um, one that I didn't pick up till this viewing was, uh, when, and once again, sorry for jumping around so much, but now we jump ahead to when they're meeting clash of demon head. Yeah. When, and there's that face off when they're both sitting on the couches facing each other. And uh, and Todd punches the highlights out of Knives' hair. What a fucking amazing movie! I, I had that. That was uh, the big part of it. Was he punch? He, he punched punch the highlight out of her hair. <laughs> it's it's amazing. <sighs> and then she goes, Envy goes, yeah. "You're incorrigible," and he goes, "I don't know what that means." And then he like. The looks vo- off the voiceover and then it says like he really doesn't yeah it, it, like text appears and it says he doesn't know what that means but the sound effect that they play is the mario coin sound effect yeah and i was like oh cool there's the <laughs> that one of the few mario references they make in that movie and then yep. the last one that everyone who played it knows is uh on scott's t-shirt for the bow of the bands with the katayanagi twins yeah is the bass logo for the bass guitar on rock band Cause like they had the logos so you could choose like what, when you says, choose your instrument, they had like a guitar neck, a bass neck, drums and a microphone. Yep. So that bass neck that you see is on, is the shirt that Scott's wearing. Yeah. Which makes sense obviously cause he's a bassist. That's so many great references, man. Dude, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. A lot of the stuff that you just told me went right way over my head. And really? this might just be because I'm probably more movie fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love video games, but like I don't catch all of the references because when I play video games, I'm not a lot of the times my brain turns off and I yeah. just and I just play. Uh but a lot of that stuff that you just said, like I didn't even think about, which is kind of insane. Um, did you have anything else that you sort of uh probably but i don't i don't i don't remember i'll just probably speak up as you're going over your stuff yep so um my stuff's like almost half of it is just walking through the entire movie uh and the other stuff is just funny things that i've found while watching it so first off the very very uh start of the movie where the universal world pops in and it's 32-bit soundtrack yep is do 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 yep. do 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 <laughs> yes it was perfection yes like when i saw that in movie theaters when i, I was like oh we're gonna yeah we're getting into it this is gonna be great 
So when um, I first heard that, that was awesome. Quick aside, and I'm sorry I'm going to keep bringing this up because I should probably keep it to the movie, but obviously, like I said, I'm excited because I just started playing the game. Yep. Um, the whole video game is that style of music, and Which it's actually perfect. made by a band who is like a rock band, but they play a lot of their music through chip tuners. Yeah. So they'll play so a guitar. That, so it sounds like... and it, Yeah, it sounds like an SNES or something. Yep. yep. Um, the music in this game is fucking phenomenal. I haven't loved a game soundtrack this much that's in this style since Shovel Knight. That's awesome. And Shovel Knight is one of my all-time favorite video game soundtracks. So, like, the second that you hear the, the 8-bit... If you like the 32-bit Universal logo, which is in the game, too, yeah. they show the, act, the same exact thing for the game. Yep. You would absolutely love the music in the video game. Nice. Um, so... First off, that opening, wonderful. Just love the sound of it. Uh, this is kind of a weird thing, but it made me chuckle. Mm-hmm. Her So Scott is dating a high schooler. Yes. And he's 22 years old, which whatever. But her name, I, I think I, f- I feel like I should mention she's Asian. Mm-hmm. And her name is Knives Chow. Yes. And I'm just like, why do I feel like they just they said the name for no reason like like they chose that name i'm not saying it was to be racist but Mm -hmm. a little bit like kind of funny sort of behind it it's a very unique name yeah yeah yeah. um the thing when she walks into the room into the room for band practice before scott pilgrim versus the world even comes up on screen Mm -hmm. uh he takes her coat oh my god yes he takes her coat (laughs) And there's a coat rack like two feet over, and he just throws the coat on the floor. Yeah, nowhere near. Yeah. Uh, so I, la- I laugh. Let's my let's ass just off. let's take a quick aside and talk about. Even though there are there are plenty of times in this movie where Scott Pilgrim the character is pretty unlikable. Yep. Was this not the role that Michael Sarah was born to play? One hundred percent. Michael Sarah, I, I I have a feeling that when. The person was writing the comics for Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. He was like watching. What was that movie that he was in? Super bad. Uh, was he in Juno too? Yeah, yes. This might have been. Yeah. But I think he watched Super Bad or Juno, and he's like, "We need this tall, lengthy little, yeah, weird kid." To... And he doesn't look like he could hurt anything, but and he's then, gonna... but then he's gonna be able to do some yeah, damage, of course. But I, I just thought that was funny. I liked the name of the band, Sex Bomb. Yep. I. I didn't put those two together. Honestly, I'm terrible. I know. It's awful. Oh, like that it's a Mario reference? Yes. Um, The way that Kim, the drummer, will just diss him at any given like minute, and he just like plays it off like nothing's happened sort of thing, and he's like, oh, like you're dating a high schooler. He's like, what were you saying, young Neil? Like, that was awesome. Yeah. Well, he's... Without get without getting too well, I guess we're all supposed to have watched the movie, right? It's because he's avoiding the awkwardness of admitting that things are awkward between yeah. him and her because they dated, yeah. And then finally, at the end of the movie, when he gives her the resolution that he should have given her years ago, right? You see her just kind of smile finally, and yep. she's all right with everything because the whole movie she is just fucking ripping him to shreds. He's Correct. like, Scott, you are the salt of the earth, and he's like, thanks, and she's like, well, no, I meant scum of the earth. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Scott's roommate Wallace, uh, Kieran Kieran Culkin, yes. I believe. Uh, best character, fantastic. My favorite character, gay gay roommate, like just hits it out of the park with with, with his character so much. It was awesome. Uh, they're like the big thing about this movie was that they kept doing like circling around the room uh, of their apartment and mm-hmm. they would point out Wallace's stuff, yep. Wallace's stuff, Wallace's stuff. And it'd be like 90% of it was Wallace's. And then it'd be like bad, crappy poster. Yep. Scott's pile of clothes, pile of clothes. Scott's. Scott's. Yep. Uh, so that uh, Wallace was a great character. Um, every single time Scott would say something to Wallace, that he was like, oh, don't, don't like, don't tell anybody. His sister would immediately call him, yep. be like, which is Anna Kendrick. Yeah, uh, Stacy, I think her name was, mm-hmm. and she's like, you're dating a high schooler, and he and he's like, how did you know, Wallace? Duh. It was like literally not even two seconds has passed, and somehow Wallace has his phone out and has already had Wallace sent you, a text. Oh, that gossipy bitch. Yeah. Um, the other thing that was a lot of fun was there's a lot of like i said before comic book related um things in this movie Mm -hmm. like there's text that's floating on the screen like when a bell rings or something like yeah like you see bring like b-r-i-n-g yeah like and it's it's like if you were to freeze frame it it would kind of look like someone had drawn it yeah. up in a comic book like those classic batman comics yes heroes. pow pow and ping yep all that yeah uh the freaking pac-man story yeah where he's trying to impress knives by telling her about how they were scared to ch- to name him puck man because mm-hmm. P- he was scared people would scratch out the f and then they would call him fuck man yeah um the fact that he's able to tell it to knives and it's while like, while they're doing yeah. a dance dance revolution ninja battle fight thing yep which is and he does it without skipping a beat and yeah. then he tries to say it to ramona later and he <laughs> fucks it up totally just screws it all up uh the julie girl which was aubrey plaza, aubrey plaza yeah uh the fact that every time she cursed it actually <laughs> yeah it actually like censored her words like it put up a big old black thing over her face and yep. it was like and he's like how are you doing that <laughs> uh the clash, Did I stutter yeah the cla- clash at demon head was quite quite the name didn't realize it was a video game yep um one of the lines that i laughed at a lot was when knives is like talking to scott they're like walking home or whatever and he's she's like i've never even kissed a guy before he goes yeah me neither <laughs> me neither <laughs> uh i love that he go. he like shows her the outside of his place he goes you want to see like where i grew up and they turn around <laughs> it's like he just moved across the street yep um the ramona the ramona like traveling through his like ramona flowers mm-hmm. is the girl that he ends up meeting while yeah. he's dating knives and he meet, sees this girl in her dream in his dreams like mm-hmm. And it, and you find out later, she's like, yeah, I just use your your head as like this interdimensional like travel. It's like 15 miles in like five seconds yeah. or something like that. It's called the subspace highway. Yeah. they That's a do you want me to go into into detail about stuff that's not about the movie? Because they explain what that is in the comic. Really? Yeah. 
It's actually, I'll, I'll wait till later, and if you can rem, remind me to say it, I'll say it. Because they, he, they, they explain everything in the comic, like mm. why everything is the happening the way it is. In yeah, the video game, it's because that's fast travel. And yeah. the, that's literally what it, the, the reason for it is. <laughs> um, so I like the fact that Wallace, Wallace and Scott, their bed is like on the floor. Mm-hmm. And Scott wakes up in the middle of a dream, just screams, and Wallace is like, what's wrong, Scott? And then he's like, bad dream. And then you hear another scream on the other side. Ah, what's wrong, other, other Scott? Scott? <laughs> it's just the <laughs> other guy that he's like in there with. Um, the line, every time Scott would say something, young Neil would just like completely copy him. Like, this sucks. This sucks. Because uh, it just goes to show that young Neil is basically just wanting to be Scott in yeah. every manner. Um, there was a guy at the party, I think his name was Kamu or Kamo or something like that. Uh, Como? Como, might've been Como. And he knows everybody. Yep. He even pops up with his name and says he knows everyone. Because he's 25. Yep. Mm -hmm. And, uh, all, Oh my God. All freaking Scott shows him. He shows him this really poorly (sighs) drawn, uh, picture of Ramona from his dreams. He's like, do you know this girl? And he's like, yeah, that's Ramona Flowers. It's and not it's just even. A, it's a stick figure. It's with, not even a, a stick figure. It's literally just a scribbling on a page. It looks nothing like a human being. And Como just immediately goes, yes, that's Ramona Flowers. <laughs> Ramona Flowers. Like, I don't know if that's just a different brand of humor that other people be like, I just don't find it that funny. I don't see how any human being on Earth couldn't find that f- hilarious. Yep. Just that joke right there. That it, it was, it was good. But, uh. Wallace, this was comes later. Um, when Wallace is like drunk and he passes out and he still does the freaking texting yep. thing, that shit is just hilarious to me. How did he say that? He's unconscious. How, right how, now. <laughs> how did, Wallace, how did you do that? Uh, when Scott go, Scott is try. He finds out that she works for Amazon, mm-hmm. and he he asks Wallace, Wallace, what's the website for Amazon.ca? <laughs> uh, Amazon.ca. <laughs> Oh, Wallace, like, this thing says I have mail. <laughs> oh, now I'm reading it. Oh, now it. I'm reading it. <laughs> this is boring, boring as he's reading the mail. Delete. Um, I like that every single one of the X's has like some sort of special thing about them. Mm-hmm. Like the first one, Matthew Patel. Uh, he's the first evil X. Um, like... He has demon hipster chicks. Yep. Which and fire throws fireballs and he just rhymes for no reason. He's got a Bollywood number. That's right. his thing, is that he's Indian and he's got a he literally breaks out into it. And and as he's doing it, Stacy Pilgrim is up on the balcony going, What the fuck is going on? It's a fight, and now he's like singing Bollywood number. Yeah. Um there was the other thing was the P bar. Like when he goes to the re- like I'm gonna go to the restroom. When he goes to the restroom and he's taking a piss, and you just see the P bar going down, but you also see it in the reflection of the mirror. Oh, really? They like reverse it and everything. Like that's, that's awesome. a lot of attention to detail type shit. Yeah, and then you, but that's also overshadowed by the fact that he literally stands at the toilet for less than two seconds. And, and, he's, and just immediately and just turns yes, around. Yes. Uh, let me see what else I got here. Um. The amount of tea that Ramona has. Unsettling. It makes me nervous for 
everyone out there. Like, I think if you have more than six different types of tea, you might. I think you need to register with the government. At that yeah, point. yeah. It was... And she, I remember reading that she got that all in one take on the first try, and listing had, all those. It was like 10 different teas or something like that. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Mary but... Elizabeth Winstead was a perfect casting choice for Ramona as well. Yeah. Um. Then... He asks, like, he ends up asking for her number, and she gives her a number, and it has seven X's on it, which apparently every, I didn't realize this, but every single uh, evil X has something that correlates with their number. So, like, I'm pretty sure when it was, because what what was it? It was um, the Indian guy. Uh, just had his name Matthew, Matthew Patel. Patel. Then we had Lucas Lee, Lucas which Lee. was Chris Evans. Yep, and his power was just using stunt doubles, which I actually think he had those stunt doubles in real life. Yeah, which is kind of just funny that sometimes I let him take the wide shots. <laughs> yes, when I feel like getting blazed back in my Winnie. <laughs> oh, the but- fact that they introduce him coming out of his trailer. And he does two neck snaps to the drum beats of Universal Team. Perfect. There's a lot of quick speed to this. Like I, I know you just mentioned the P bar, but like there's also a time where Scott comes home to like change outfits. Yep. And he goes into a room and then comes out of the room in two seconds. And, and he's he, changed. And he's changed. Yeah. Um and there's also a laugh track in that scene. <laughs> Yeah, there, they play there a is. Seinfeld bass line. But it's like, doesn't Wallace like turn it off? Like, doesn't he have it like on a, like, isn't he listening to the radio and he just and then, yeah, clicks, I think clicks so. it off? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I need to shorten what I'm, all this stuff. Cause I've, I literally, every little thing I thought is hilarious in this movie. It is. The whole um, is. One of the better quotes from that movie is bread makes you fat. Just because Scott loses his absolute mind that that would be a thing. That whole date, the comedic timing is amazing because he's like, bread makes you fat. And then it immediately switches scenes to them doing something else. Yes. Uh, I liked the cut scenes where it's like Scott was explaining his whole relationship breakup with like envy. Mm -hmm. And then you hear the voiceover is like, it was it was uh it was a mutual breakup. It was a mutual breakup. It wasn't. <laughs> she dumped him. It was friendly. She dumped him. <laughs> and then and then it's like every single time someone mentions his hair, he would just a hat would appear on his head like yep. a second later. Like well, everything the, was just so like look away for a second, come back to it. it's yeah. completely different. Also, uh it's worth noting that the little one in that part where he's explaining his relationship with Envy, and, mm-hmm. they, and you see the little cartoon characters. That's the art style of the comic book. Yep. And uh, by extension, every time Scott fights an evil ex, they take a second for Ramona to explain the the backstory behind her and that ex. Yep. And it's always it's all done in the animation or the art style of the comic books, which is awesome. Yes. Just to do a little callback to the source material yes um another big quote was 
I'm in lesbians with you. <laughs> like, uh, and then I, I forgot. break out the L word, Scott. Lesbian? The other L the word. The other L word. Lesbians? <laughs> uh, uh, I forgot that Brie Larson was Envy, um, which yep. was Scott's ex that really kind of ruined him. Which I never really got why, what her motivations were for that. Yeah. Even Scott points it out. He's like, what are you doing? You're the one who dumped me. Why are you doing this? Okay. I'm jealous. Like, like yeah, I guess it is just jealous. Just, just, you can't have him. If I can't have him, no one can yeah. have him scenario. Yeah. Uh, well, eventually, when Knives and Scott break up, which, let's be honest, Scott is not a great person. Not at all. He legit was dating a 17-year-old high school girl, uh, which I should... And being kind of a prick while doing yeah, it. Yeah, just kind of like, yeah, we're pretty great. Like, we're yeah. awesome. She was know. clearly trying to, like, talk to him, and he's just kind of, like... Not involved in the Even before he met Ramona. Right, yeah. right. And then uh, as soon as he sees Ramona, like, goes out on a date with her while he's still yeah. with Knives, ends Which, up breaking her heart. Then she freaking puts highlights in her hair to pretty much because she sees Ramona and he's like, oh, that's who he's dating now. So mm-hmm. I have to be exactly like her. And she puts blue highlights in her hair. and Which they kind of, I guess the 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 subtext is that he's, and Kim's the one who points it out. Is that he's doing? He's not. He's only doing this because he's still confused from his breakup with Envy. Yep. So it's not like he's doing it consciously, but that doesn't mean make you not a, a jerk and an asshole. <laughs> yep. There, there was a scene in the movie where after he broke up with Knives, she's like goes to his place and Wallace answers the. Door. Oh my God! Yes. Okay. One of the funniest moments in the entire movie. First off, it's hilarious, but <laughs> also it doesn't make any sense. No! First, it makes zero sense. Wall- Wallace answers the door to Knives, and she's like, is Scott here? And you, as soon as she says that, he jumps out this little <laughs> window. That's not like a normal window. It's like... It's a basement window. It's like seven feet in the air. So like he has to jump up to get out of it sort of thing. It's one of those windows that's like attached to the ceiling, the wall that's like... It's bet- it's right where the wall meets the ceiling in yeah. basements. But, but what doesn't make sense to me, and this might just be me overthinking this, is they show the front of his place. Mm-hmm. There's no way to get around the no. side so that that's probably me just ruining the the magic that is scott pilgrim and no, saying that's, like that's, that's that's half the reason it's funny because you're you think about it and you're like that's not really that possible should, that should be like a wall that you just ran into yeah. not a window it, it, they they make it not because it's funny because it serves the story and yeah. it's funny yep um so the we talked about the first two uh then the third one shows up but they skip her mm-hmm. right uh she's technically the fourth x she ends up being the fourth x yeah but she like showed up early um you punched me in the boob you punched me in the boob yeah uh third x is brandon ralph brandon ralph todd who's the bassist for clash demon clash head. demon head and, and is dating Envy, Scott's ex. Yes. So there's the connection there. 
Um, and I just, I, I loved the moment after the battle where Scott is going to lose. And he's just like, well, let's just cheers to your victory or whatever. And he wants, he wants some, want some coffee with soy in it or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I know you put half and half in there because he's, <laughs> because he's a freaking vegan with psychic powers, psychic powers. And apparently that's what happens when you go full vegan. Yep. You, you get, you get psychic powers. Well, you're granted psychic powers by the vegan authorities, but yes. you can also have that power taken away by the vegan police. Which, when he drinks the half and half, because, yeah, I thought about putting it in that <laughs> cup, but I really put it in this cup. And I thought about it real hard. You know, with like my inner eye or whatever, <laughs> or whatever he says. You just drink half and half, baby. And then uh, the vegan police show up and they... <laughs> they 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 go like what was the the offense don't i get like three strikes or whatever like, yep and he's like this day you you willingly ingested gelato and he's genuinely confused and goes gelato's not vegan yeah and then they say it again and he's like and at this day you ate a plate of chicken parmesan and he's like chicken's not vegan chicken's not vegan <laughs> <laughs> one of the best quotes he had was tell it to the cleaning lady on monday <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> he's had he had some pretty awesome funny lines. Yeah, I just loved that every time Scott would beat one of them, coins would appear from their body. Yep, because that's what happens they, in the they, video game. They explode and then coins appear, just mm-hmm. like video games. And the more, the harder they got, the more coins they just threw out there. Yep, I I had the same exact reaction as Scott when I beat Matthew Patel in the video game. And coins came out. I went, oh, coins. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so after Todd, there was Roxy, I believe. Yep. And Roxy Richter. Yep. You had, you had a sexy face? <laughs> <laughs> I was bi-curious. Well, well honey, I'm a little, I'm a little bi-furious. Yeah, that's perfect. Which, for those of you who don't know, that is fucking May. I think it's May Whitman. I think that's her name. Yeah. That's Katara from Avatar Last Airbender. Oh, no way. That was the first time I watched that and said, that's fucking Katara. She's like a lesbian foul mouth. I didn't, re- like, I've seen her in, um, I think, Perks of Being a Wallflower, which is a really, really, yes. really good movie. Yeah. Um, But I, I never, I didn't even think, that's awesome that she went on to actually be, like, not just, voice acting yeah I, I don't know if she got her start in voice acting but i assumed it with with uh being guitar yeah. and stuff but and then like ramona like ends up fighting her and but she can't beat her it has to be scott yeah. and then she like puppeteers scott into fighting her yeah she's got that fucking awesome moment where she pulls her iconic hammer, hammer. out of her bag and says i'm about to kick your ass out of the great white north it's like <laughs> god damn yeah uh the next one ends up being the Katianagi. Katianagi, yep. Katianagi twins. She dated twins. She dated twins, like at the same at, time. At the same time. And they end up doing like an amp versus amp battle, which just made me think of like the Guitar Hero, where yep. you play someone else. Mm-hmm. And they just have this ginormous dragon that comes out of it like all of these battles are just straight out of like a kung fu anime 
it yep. just it blows my mind how how awesome they. Yeah, look. we skipped right over that that the fight with the psychic vegan. Yeah, becomes a base fight for a little bit. Yeah, because that ends up it's just base battle. She dun, 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 he dun, dun. punches Scott through a wall, and then you hear this awesome bass tone coming from the darkness in the wall. And you just and then see Brandon a bunch. Routh goes. Sounds like somebody wants to get funky. <laughs> Uh, and you just see the the letter D flying yep. out of the darkness. Just doom, 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 doom. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Um, he floats in like Superman because Brandon Routh is Superman. He was, he was Superman. And when he gets his powers taken away, it's with a green light because <laughs> Kryptonite. <laughs> yes, it is. It is hair just like falls. falls. Yeah, he's got brown hair in the video game. Oh really? Yeah, I'm not sure why they made it white in the movie. Maybe. Highlights probably. Yeah. Yeah. He punched the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> That's gonna be the one line we reference the most in this podcast. I have a good feeling about that. <laughs> um and then after they end up defeating the Karianagi twins, they end up I don't know what his name is, but Gideon. Gideon Graves looks so familiar. I feel like I should have looked up his name. That is Jason Schwartzman. Okay. He is in almost every single Wes Anderson movie. Um, that's fair. That's probably what he's like most known for, but he's obviously he's been in other stuff. He's, he was in Rushmore. He was in fantastic. Mr. Fox. Mm. He was in a whole bunch of stuff with Wes Anderson. Nice. Great actor. Well, it ends, it ends up being that like, she goes back with Gideon and they sign sex babam to a record deal, but Scott wants nothing to do with it because blah, 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 mm-hmm. just wants her. Um, I love at the end, like when he calls him and he goes, he goes, <laughs> yeah. well, is, is, is Ramona there with you? Like, I don't know. Are you, are you here with me, babe? And he goes, Mm-hmm. And he just screams through the phone. <laughs> Scott like, does. Scott, calm down. He's like, I just spilled hot cocoa all over myself. <laughs> uh, and then eventually Wallace at the end just like finish him. Like finish you, him. you have you have to go fight for her. Like yep. go. And then he gets into this dressing montage, but for some reason it takes him forever to just tie his tie shoes. His shoe. And all yeah. the music stops. And- yeah, it's it's like epic music, epic music. Tying the shoe takes yep. forever. Uh, eventually he ends up just, I loved how he got into the chaos theater. Yep. Just. <sighs> yeah. The, the, they're like, the sigh. What's, what's the password? He just goes, <sighs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> goes on in and it's like second password. Come on. Whatever. Whatever. And then it, like, they, they let him into, yep. and then he's like, Scott, what are you doing here, man? Like <laughs> I'm here. I'm here to fight you. He's like, what would you want to fight fight me for? He's like, I want to, I want to, because I love her or something like that. And then he earns like. Scott earned the power of love. And he just gets this sword with a bunch of stats connected to it. Yep. And they go into this awesome fight between them. And then he ends up just getting killed. But he had that one up that he got from before. Mm-hmm. Comes back and just. Destroy like destroys basically what everyone does in a video game when they lose to the boss, they kill all of the enemies to get as much experience up to that point. Yep. And then he does something slightly different, which was 
Well, you want to fight uh, me for me her? for her? No, I want to fight you for me. And it's like Scott earned the, the power, power of self respect. <laughs> what a, a great or a great uh, what's what's the word I'm thinking of? It's a great message. Message. There yeah, you go, yeah, it's a great message to some. Yes, sometimes fighting for love is good, but sometimes it's not enough. You have to fight for yourself. You got to love yourself. You got to love, love yourself anyone else. before you can love anyone else. <clears throat> And then they go back to the uh, call back to the DDR with him and Knives going against Gideon. Nega Scott. <laughs> that, that part was hilarious because I, I was just like, oh, no. Pure comedy. Thought this fight was going to be intense. And then it's like, ready. And then it's like, they're going to fight each other. And then Snap it's like, cut. oh, yeah, we're going to. We're going to, he's cool. We're going to get coffee next week or something like we're going to get breakfast or something. Well, he earned the power of (laughs) self-respect. He doesn't need to fight the evil version of himself if he's fine with himself. Yeah, that, that is, uh, that's fair. That's fair. And then, um, the last thing that I had was the ending. What a way to end the movie, but doing the arcade continue. Yep. 10, nine, eight, and just count down to. Which is, again, in a reference to the video game, when you beat the game. I haven't got there yet, but when you beat the game, it says continue, and then mm-hmm. you can choose to continue. That's awesome. But I mean, I had a bunch of other little things, but that was just because everything about that movie in my mind is... Literally everything. I... I and it's going to get bad when we do the Days and Confused <laughs> episode, because I love Days and Confused. I love Scott Pilgrim. I love Days Confused just a little bit more. Oh yeah. So this this was a lot, and I tried holding myself back about talking about all the <laughs> little funny slash cute slash little well, what things. Are we, what are we at at Greg? We're at an hour in two minutes. Well, see, we got still got half hour. We got plenty oh, to talk yeah. about. One of the, uh, one of the f- smaller, funnier things that I liked was when he gets into the chaos theater. You see Como in the crowd. Oh yeah, and he says probably one of the best lines I've ever heard I for had a hipster. That. I had that too. Yeah, he goes, "Yeah, I think their first album was way better than their first album." Yeah. And I'm like, if that doesn't perfectly encapsulate hipsters, I don't know what does. The the second time that he goes through, mm-hmm. he says something different. Yeah, he says the comic book's much better than the movie. Yep, <laughs> I forgot about freaking Young Neil's line. Of you gotta see them live. They're much better live, live after yeah. just after watching just, them yeah. live. <laughs> it's almost like young Neil spends the whole movie trying to figure out who he is because he's just copying other people. He's and then he graduates. Scott officially dubs him Neil. <laughs> young, you are no longer young Neil. You are now Neil. It's like you just like whew. yeah. Oh, but I. That's one of those movies, like, I know that one time uh, when I put the projector out in the backyard, me, mm-hmm. you, and Selena, I think uh, one of our other buddies, Yep. Uh, we watched that. And that is one of those movies that I could stop everything that I'm doing just to watch that movie. Like, yeah. It comes on, it comes on, on on TV for no reason. Like, if I'm scrolling, I will stop on that channel and just watch it until it's over. Yeah. Because... That so that came out in 2010, mm-hmm. and I graduated high school in 2010, and 
there's just something about that summer between graduating high school and going off to college. Yeah. Everything just seems better for some reason at that, at that mark. Like your last summer before everyone goes off and like the people that I went to go see that movie, all we thought about was how awesome that movie was and how all of the quotes were so great. And like the next like multiple weeks we were like, just saying like, I'm in lesbians with you. Mm -hmm. Like just other stupid shit from that movie. That is just by far some of the funniest shit I've ever uh, listened to. Yeah. It's great that that movie exists. Yes. In my opinion. But I, for one, and, and I think we talked about it a little bit. I am super excited for what this new animation anime Mm -hmm that they're talking about doing because I think they got almost everyone back. If not yeah, everyone, pretty sure they got everyone. They got all, they're all going to be reprising their voices mm-hmm. because it's anime. Um, so, well, that's what I mean. When they say anime, do they mean, because my thought was they were going to do it in the style that the comic book, I did. would think, I would think it's going to be an animation based off the comic books. That's not an anime An anime. It's like just a, a Japanese style animation. The the style the style of the comic book is not anime. It's like pretty clear. Right, 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 right. But so I, I don't th- know. I think every I think people have just sort of a quick. And I know this isn't the right terminology, but like there's people out there that would much instead of saying animation, they would just say anime. Oh yeah. Um. Even though anime is you know based out of like the other part of the world of like Japan or something like that. Yeah. And you have that s- specific style. Um, that doesn't follow, you know, the same style like we have in our comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, but they're comics. I mean, you, you, um, manga is just a Japanese comic. Yeah, and it's just the different style. You know, it's. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's like calling a, a Western comic a manga. It's like that doesn't yeah. make any sense. Well, but, but I. Either way, I'm I'm in I'm I have good hopes. Oh yeah, me for too. for that because um, there's more to the story than what's in the movie. Well, I, I assume like with do they go more in depth in the game? No, the game covers the same exact stuff. The same the, stuff as the movie. Yeah, I just know more about it because over the years I was like I'm never gonna sit down and read the entire comic, so I'll right. just read on the online what it's about. Yeah, that's how I learned about how every everything works there. <clears throat> What was your initial thoughts when you started playing the game? You said you're almost done, right? Yes. I am literally right before the boss fight with Gideon. Nice. Um, pretty short game. Like yeah. I said, I started it last week, and I was like, maybe I might get through a couple Evil X's, and I definitely didn't play it nonstop, but like I said, that was a week ago, and now I'm almost done with it. It is hard. Yeah. Because the whole point of it is that it's like a drop-in beat-em-up like Castle Crashers. Yeah. So it's meant to be played with other people. You actually can choose between Scott, Ramona, Kim, and Steven as playable characters. Mm. And then uh, just the version that I have, which is amazing, I have it on Switch. So not only do I get to play Scott Pilgrim, I can play it wherever, which is fucking awesome. But uh, 
the the Switch version comes with the two downloadable characters, which is Wallace and Knives. Mm. So you have a grand total of six people to choose from. And it's very, it's got RPG elements. Like you have moves that can only be unlocked by leveling up. And then you have stats that every time you level up, your stats go up automatically. Yeah. And then you can buy things. There's there's stores throughout the levels. Assuming there's like an inventory system with it a little Not bit. Not really, no. You just buy something and then, and then either you have it. Yeah. And then it, like when you when you buy, like one of the things you can do is walk into the coffee shop that Stacy works at and you can buy like a super double, double triple shot macchiato caramel, whatever. Yep. And that raises like your speed, yeah. but it permanently raises your speed. It's like buying stats almost. Yeah. And then you can also buy like an espresso that's cheaper and it just heals you a little bit mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's, it's a really, really, really fun game. Well, like you said, it it's, it's not a very long game, which if you think back to the, the art style that it's the game is based off of because the game is like you said, like a, I don't know if you call it 16 or 32 bit style, right? It's, it's like pix, pixel, it's pixel graphics, pixel yeah. graphics, mm-hmm. um, amazing which, pixel art, which if you think back to like the games that, you know, utilize that you're talking Nintendo, super Nintendo, yeah. the early, the early onsets of gaming, mm-hmm. um, where the games, you know, could be beaten, could be beaten, like, I don't know, a couple hours an hour or, or an hour. An hour or two if you were fucking good. Yeah. If, if you weren't a scrub lord. If you don't, if you don't suck at life. If you're an MLG pro gamer. Right, right. Like Streets of Rage. That was a big beat em up. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, the thing that. The game that I thought of the most while playing it was Castle Crashers. Yeah. It was very, very similar to Castle Crashers, which is fine. I love Castle Crashers. So. Say, I can't say that I've ever played Castle Crashers. What what was that originally on? That was originally on Xbox Live Arcade. Ooh. It was made by the same people who made Alien Hominid, and uh, they made a different game after Castle Crashers that I'm terrible that I'm not thinking of, but. Mm-hmm. You got to choose between the different colored knights, and it's very cartoony. And it's made by Tom Fulp, who was one of the big guys at Newgrounds, the website that yep. was pretty big. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Behemoth, I think that's the name of the the game design studio that made it. This game um, looks looks interesting. Oh, it's so much fun, super fun. Yeah, and Scott Pilgrim, it like I said, it's very hard especially to play by yourself. Um, it's but, meant to be played with multiple people. Yes. Yeah. But once you get the learning curve of like knowing like, oh, I should have blocked there or like, oh, I probably should have like got out of the way because that guy will always do this attack. After you get through that learning curve, it becomes incredibly fun even when it's hard. Yeah. And all the boss fights are fucking so much fun. Mm-hmm. The art style is amazing. The animation is amazing. The the fight with Todd in the game is so it's it you don't have a base battle. You have a five second point where you're having the characters are having a base battle, and behind them are screens that have the guitar hero buttons on them. Hmm. And Todd's has a million 
a million little buttons going down and he's hitting every single one and you have nothing and then one green comes down and you miss it and Scott hits Todd out of frustration and Todd <laughs> goes Super Saiyan and punches you through a wall. <laughs> and then the next section of that is you like having to tackle through walls and break them in order to like as he advances on you. So it's almost like there's a couple little parts that are not even like beat em ups. They're like a little platforming segment yep. or something else along those lines. Uh, and I, I guess I forgot to mention this, but like the, I, I may have said a little bit about it, but like the attention to detail for some things in the movie was like, they, they talk about when they do the flashback or whatever, they talk about how he literally punched out the moon Yep. I punched a hole in the moon and then the part where like he's floating and you see the moon in the background, you can actually yeah, see, you see a hole. There's a hole in the moon. And then kind of back to what I was saying, like he's wearing a shirt with like number three on it. Well, mm -hmm. he's the third X. Yep. And then, um, when Scott is walking down the, uh, alley or whatever, you see like floating, you see signs and stuff above his head for like railroad crossings and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's like four X's and that's when he meets the girl. Yeah. And it, they, they always have like the little things that go back, yep. back and forth. Lucas Lee pulls down his shirt to show Scott a tattoo that shows that he has his own skateboard company. Yep. And it's and two, it's two, like yep. Roman numeral two. Yep. It's every single one great. has, has their own little thing, but mm -hmm. I do. I, I just remembered Gideon's little uh, thing at the end where he's like, it literally took me like four hours, two hours, two hours to put this together. Yeah. That fucking comedy right there. He's like, do you have any idea how long it took for me to gather all of the evil X's contact information? Like two hours. <laughs> it's fucking great. Uh, oh, that's what I wanted to go. Uh, my checklist. For all the for for completing stuff, yeah. So, favorite character, okay, of the movie. Mm -hmm. Are we allowed to say Scott or yeah. okay? Whatever character is your favorite character, I'm gonna say Scott, but I'm gonna have Wallace as a special mention. Okay, uh, yeah, for me it's Wallace. Yeah. Every scene that he's in, he steals. Oh, he, it, his like like I said, they could not have gotten anyone better to do either michael like michael sarah could not have there's no one else that could have done scott pilgrim better than michael sarah and there's mm -hmm. no one that could have done wallace better than the colkin kieran Culkin. yeah i mean i will say i'm a heterosexual man yeah um so maybe i'm just in the dark about this the the most unrealistic thing is that all of these women are fighting to date michael sarah he that, does not look attractive enough. That is that is accurate. Uh, to get Mary Elizabeth Winstead. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, if Michael Sarah listens to this podcast, I apologize. But um, he's 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 you you you're you're like a six. he's rounded out a little bit as he got older. Just back then, he was like, God, man, he like has no chin. He's got like a bird beak nose. Yeah. It's so it's hard to to like accept that all these that women all are these, like like yes they're yeah. all like first off Brie Larson is supposed to be this big hot shot uh, artist now and all she's still thinking about is like trying to I'm not sure if she's trying to get back at him because he's dating someone else and she's jealous but like it's Michael Sarah it's Michael like Sarah. like 
I don't ever see that ever happening in no. in, a, in any reality. And the one way that you think that it would is if he was a nice enough guy to overcome the the fact that he's not that attractive, like he's a good guy. And he's not, though. He's pretty unlikable. He's kind, <laughs> he's kind of an asshole in some situations. But then, like, Ramona still says, you're the nicest guy I've ever dated. Yeah. Which just goes to show that she's dated a lot of shitty people. Shit. Which, yeah, even though, like, half those people she dumped... Yeah, and made into the evil X, but that's what you that's, get. I, so. I mean, you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. Yep. So, all right. So my yeah, I I agree. My favorite's Wallace. Um, favorite of the evil X's, Todd. Yeah, I think I got to give it to Todd too, just because of how stupid he is. Just <laughs> so likable for how dumb he is that he punches a what? I'm not afraid to punch a girl. I'm a rock star. Rock star. <laughs> Watch the highlights out of her hair. Basically, you know how the human brain, you only use 10% of the human brain? Well, that's because the other 90% is full of curds and whey. <laughs> I do love Gideon, though, too. Gideon is, his fashion sense is impeccable. Even for 2010. Does the movie take place in 2010? Good question. I'm not sure. Takes place in Toronto, Canada. Yeah, he is. I know that. They've got Amazon.ca, so. Yeah, uh, whenever that was. Yeah. But um, I do love Gideon. What was your favorite battle scene? The favorite battle scene? Uh, I have to give it to the Katianaga twins because it's so fucking epic when he the, he hits the hits pedal the and then they rock out and it creates the giant... Ginormous kaiju monster, monster out of yeah. ice and electricity. Yep, that's pretty fucking badass, man. I want to say Gideon's just because it was two of them, but yeah. Which one? The first one or the second one? <laughs> I mean, I think they're both epic, but it's just replaying most of what happened in the first one. So or the one with nigga Scott, that one was probably them just chatting. Like, like I wish there was, if, if there's deleted scenes of their fight, it's just like, like they're about ready to start. And then they start like talking I want to I want to hear the conversation that yeah. he would have with himself. Yeah. So, um, although I can also see Scott Pilgrim going like, I don't I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight either. Oh, really? You don't want to fight? No. I mean, I could go for some food. Oh, we got to go to this place down the road, and then they just go out they and just like walk out, yeah. walk out. Yeah, that's all I need in that s- section. But it's also funny that it just cuts to that. Yeah. Favorite line of the whole movie. That might be hard, but I, I know mine. What's yours? Mine is because I, I, I'm i not joking. I literally think about this like once a month, even when I haven't thought about Scott Pilgrim in forever. It's the fucking line where he, Gideon goes, you want to fight me for her? And he's like, was that not clear? Was 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 that was that not clear? <laughs> and he looks over to the bandmates and they're just like shrugging. <laughs> I like want to say that in in response to people like once a day. I think about that line all the time. It's like the funniest line in the whole movie for me. I think it's I think my the lie that I find the funniest is only because he's said it like multiple times, but then screws it up where it stops because he's 
trying to come up with his two excuses of yep like oh so how did you and how did you and so and so mean he's like oh it's like the two options are oh her question mark and i gotta pee Mm -hmm. and it stops right in between in the middle and he goes i gotta pee on her (laughs) (laughs) yep uh that would probably be the one that i thought was great yeah her line right before that is great too where she's in the bathroom and knives goes hi ramona she's like hey and then she turns around and walks out and what does she say she's like what the hell was that about or what she, yeah I what she says i don't remember that part the delivery of that line is amazing yeah um what about what about favorite song played in that uh, for me, it is. Oh, tell me yours, Greg, while I look it up because I actually like it on liked it on Spotify. So the I actually really like Envy's song. That's the one. The because uh, because that was that was actually um on my phone at one point. Black Sheep by Metric. Yeah, that's what that song is. My one buddy like downloaded that song and I heard heard the full song and I was like, okay. Yeah, that I, shit's really good. I can get behind this. It's not Brie Larson singing. Right, it's, it's the metric singing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Damn, that's a good song. Mm-hmm. I also, uh, I really, really like uh, not Scott's parts of it, but uh, the bass battle. Whoever does the bass work for like... It was Todd's, all Brandon Ralph. Yeah, I'm wondering it was. Cause that would be awesome. Scott is trying to do a bass battle and he's just playing r- like bass riffs. And then you Brandon chords. Brandon yeah. Routh starts playing like almost like a bass solo over what Scott's playing. Yeah, that shit's really good. Yeah, I also like um, "We Are Sad." We are so 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 sad. That's one of my favorite songs. So sad. Thank you. It's not a race, guys. <laughs> this one's for the guy up there. It's called "You." I hope you die. You suck. I hope you die. <laughs> Oh, Crash and the Boys. It's a shame you got completely disintegrated. Yeah. By a fireball. By a fireball. A stray fireball from Matthew Patel. I'm so sad. So very, very sad. And We Hate You, Please Die. Those are the two songs by Crash and the Boys on the official (laughs) Scott Pilgrim soundtrack. (laughs) So sad. Thank you. Uh, All the music's good. Oh, yeah. They've got a lot of good, like, Almost like white stripesy kind of garage punk music playing. Mm-hmm. Garbage truck was really good too, or yeah. garbage man. Greg, I think I, I, I'm I'm sorry if I'm going to keep bringing this up and you just never want to do it, but I'm going to keep bringing it up. Eventually, my goal is to get you to want to do a, a YouTube gaming channel with me, and one of the games we're playing is co-op Scott Pilgrim. Is that couch co-op or is that like you could play online? Uh, well, I mean, you probably play it online, but it's more couch co-op. It's more couch because you're. <laughs> Phew, bless God me. bless your soul. It's more like you just drop in and and kind of fight in the same on the couch. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't actually see based if on what I was, was playing like if, there, if it seemed like you could play it online. Online version, yeah, yeah. No, I. I've never played it. I would be open to playing it. If you if you say it can be done in like a couple hours, we could probably beat it. I don't I don't want to toot my own horn. 
but I've gotten pretty goddamn good at it. And I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm really good at stupid games. <laughs> but I'm not good at good games. Good games? Well, then you won't be good at this. Oh, it's a good God. Game. A good game. But there literally is only like... It's like the levels are kind of split up, but you can't you can't like save and leave. Hmm. So it's almost like that's pointless. There there's a, you have to you have to play through a whole level and all of its segments and then beat the boss in order to like go back and play certain parts of that level. So there's in actuality the first time you play through there's really only like seven levels. Hmm. And it's in the order that the movie does. It's Matthew Patel, then Lucas Lee, uh Todd, Todd Ingram, Rox, Roxanne Richter, and then the next one is the double fight with the Katianagi twins, and then the sixth level is actually a mini level where you fight Nega Scott, and then the seventh level is fighting huh. Gideon Graves, which I don't know, maybe Nega Scott might show up at the end of the Gideon Graves fight. I don't know, I haven't gotten that far. Yeah, It doesn't seem like it. It seems like once I beat Gideon, it, 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 I just get the feeling... It'll be over. It'll be over. It's insane, though. I'm doing the fought, the the fight right now and it's fucking insane he's a lot uh crazier in the game than he is in the movie hmm. i haven't played a good side scroller in a while so i feel like i'm due so it's I, fun i think i could get behind that super fun there's also uh stuff just all around the levels that you can just pick up and beat the shit out of people with baseball bats so the items are just all on the floor yeah. and you can just grab them it's fun that's cool it's a fun game and apparently the co-op is very well impl implemented. You beat people up and then they drop Canadian coins. Like even normal people drop coins and then you use yep. that to buy the upgrades and stuff. But like you can, if there's more than one person playing, like you can, at the small cost of a little bit of money, you can revive your downed teammates so you can stay in longer. And then if you all taunt at the same time, you do, you do like a super move. Cool. Um, very, very cool game. Well, Evan, we're going to have to try that out sometime and record it and post it to YouTube. I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be in your little, in your YouTube ways. I'll, I'll join. Yeah. We'll get a lot less traction than, on that than we do with this, but <laughs> oh well, it's fun. Recording, playing video games is fucking fun. Yeah. Uh, me and my one buddy used to play FIFA mm -hmm. and stream it. But the name of it was Two Guys, One FIFA Cup. <laughs> Evan, Evan, where where are you going? Evan, Evan, hold on. Uh, uh, hello? I think I made him upset. Are you fucking kidding me with that, Greg? <laughs> Seriously? I approve. <laughs> perfect perfect oh. is is that somewhere that i can look it up we didn't we didn't save it it was just oh. live streams that we did uh but on twitch uh might have been on twitch yeah mm. um what the funny thing was is we didn't have any uh we had like one or two people watch us mm -hmm. and the one person told me to slap the other guy <laughs> So hey, I did for the views. For the views. Just like I'll do anything for the listens, people. <laughs> oh, but 
No, Scott Pilgrim, 10 out of 10 movie. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if I had never seen that movie, I would be less of a man than I am today. <laughs> I'd be a lot less happy. Uh, this and is accurate. If you disagree, uh, let us know by commenting below. Yep. If you guys have anything you want to say about Scott Pilgrim, say it now in the comments or forever be, you know, losers. When we do a club episode, it is your guys' homework to constantly bombard our socials comment sections with lines from that movie that we watched. I like that. Just that random. This was fun. Uh, I enjoyed, first off, watching the movie and then... Like I said, it didn't feel like homework to me. It, no. It was with my notes, but I will state that that's the most I've ever probably talked about a movie before. Like, uh, normally I'd give short details about the movie. This time I was just like, I wanted to almost explain it like someone who's never seen the movie. Yeah. Like, ex- trying to explain it to someone just so I could give them the gist of one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. But no, that was, it was, it was, it was fun. Well, you, we can, uh, like we just said, we can, you can take the time to go through those details during our, uh, our 20 episode playthrough of Scott Pilgrim on our YouTube channel. Our let's play of Scott Pilgrim versus yep. the world. That's our YouTube channel called crash and the boys. Oh God. <laughs> This is so called We Hate You. <laughs> I hate you. Please die. Please die. Oh, no. But uh, we're, we're going to be doing more of these uh, where we, I, I, I think we're now to the point where, Evan, you're going to have to choose the next one um, whenever that may be. Because so, I, I think I picked the last two. I think it's your turn. Yeah. So sure. um, anything else you want to say? trying to think of one more funny line from the from the movie there might there there is a good chance that you just saw a man's junk and that's my fault <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i fucking love wallace man uh, he's the best oh uh, scott i'm gonna i'm gonna need the bed like tonight <laughs> i know and the rest of the week. I know. And next week. All right, I get it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, make sure you guys uh, comment on our stuff. You know, it's it's out there on Facebook and all the other social media places. We've started uh, utilizing Instagram a little bit more, and mm-hmm. we're hoping to push out some newer things on the side. Uh going down the line so yep this is the time where the outro starts to play oh once again greg you need to that's your homework for this week is because i don't know i'll check it might the the music from the video game Mm -hmm. you really need to give it a listen so i gotta i gotta listen to the video game's music oh for scott pilgrim it's not on spotify i think i can do that I'm in lesbians, it's fine. (laughs) 